Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. KWTX at 4 starts now. Happy Friday. Thanks for joining us. I'm Justin Early here with meteorologist Camille Hawksworth. And I know that we that we are all aware you told us these are the coolest two days we're going to experience I for know. a long time. And they're still not that cool. But <laughs> enjoy it while it lasts. I know. The less hot. I don't it's like, like being saying, the bearer do you want to be beaten up for five minutes or for six and a half minutes? <laughs> What do you want? Exactly. It's kind of that. I guess five, pop, you know, it's kind of what we're experiencing. You don't want either, but you got to take one or the other. <laughs> so. We're just dealing with it. We're just doing it. Let's get to our daily four. This is really interesting. I didn't even know this was real. It sounds like something out of a spy movie, but it is real. So British military spies today said Russia appears to be training combat dolphins, Russia does, in the annexed Crimean Peninsula to counter Ukrainian forces, in particular, enemy divers. So they've been detected in the harbor entrance in the Black Sea uh, to get the divers out of there, to rush them and get them out, uh, out of that area. This is apparently nothing new though. The Russian Navy has used beluga whales and seals for a range of missions in the Arctic. In fact, you might remember hearing about this, a harness wearing whale turned up in Norway in 2019. Sparking speculation, it was actually being used for surveillance, carrying sensitive, wow. highly sensitive microphones. And now both the Soviet Union and the United States used dolphins during the Cold War, training them to detect submarines, mines, and spot suspicious objects or individuals near harbors and ships. Now, how do they recognize this suspicious individual? Uh, they're very smart. We they're know very that. smart. And then this retired Soviet colonel said Moscow even trained dolphins to plant explosive devices on enemy vessels. When you told me that, actually, it, you told me this story yeah. earlier today, and you said dolphins are being trained, and I thought you, thought you meant like a <laughs> like, ship called a dolphin. Uh -huh. I didn't realize you meant the actual mammal of a right. dolphin. Right. So. We have Navy SEALs, right. but they're not actual SEALs or Navy SEALs. They're Navy. So, but no, these are real dolphins. Real dolphins. I mean, you remember Austin Powers, sharks with laser beams attached to their heads. It's like, this is pure, pure evil. I, I don't know. To make a dolphin put an explosive device on something, that's I know. horrible. Leave I mean, the dolphins alone. Leave them alone. <laughs> Let them just be cool in the water let them we go to the bahamas they kiss us on the cheek during the picture right <laughs> exactly diving. let's let them be that well i guess we know that. that they can be trained you yeah. know we have them in the those mm -hmm. habitats where we can swim yeah. with the dolphins so very smart animals very just hate to see that happening i know in, in places of war you don't want to see it well now to number two in our daily four okay yeah this one you may remember we talked about bed bath and beyond going bankrupt well it looks like the retailer may come back from the great beyond. According to a newly released document, Overstock.com has made the bid to buy Bed Bath & Beyond's intellectual property and digital assets. So for $21.5 million, that's what's going to happen. That's going to be the purchase price there. Uh, a hearing is set for next Tuesday to finalize the purchase. The software company uh, 1024 also bid 
for beyond.com domain and will buy it if Overstock's deal falls through. So it's not one but two bids here going for Bed Bath & Beyond's uh, property. And Bed Bath & Beyond filed for bankruptcy back in April. As for the Bye Bye Baby chain, which is also Bed Bath & Beyond owned, it is being sold off as a separate sales process. So some of that inventory may be uh, coming over to different yeah. Different websites. And there is, it's a strong name. I mean, people know the name, but now it's like Bed Bath and Be Back. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back now. Coming uh, back from beyond. Coming back from beyond, <laughs> I know. But yeah, people, uh, you know, have for years and years, decades now, you know, love that, that store, what it had to offer. So if it's living on kind of a new dimension, a new way of accessing it, then that's great. Yeah. Glad to see it. Hopefully they have those 20% off coupons digitally now that we can get. I will take that. Deals. I'll take it too. <laughs> and that's number three in our daily four. Yes, okay. So number three is all about the MBA. Draft. The San Antonio Spurs selected Victor Wimbanyama with the first pick in the 2023 NBA draft last night at uh, Barclays Center in New York. But the Spurs fan, they went wild at AT&T Center in San Antonio where there was a watch party simulcasted of the draft. Wimbanyama is one of the most hyped prospects since LeBron James has been drafted and might be the future face of the NBA. Listed by the NBA, is his height here is seven feet, four inches tall. And Justin, he is only 19 years oh, wow. old. Uh -huh. He played the last three seasons in France's highest pro basketball level and became the youngest regular season MVP in history there. And uh, I want you to check out this emotional reaction to the draft. Accomplishing something that I've been dreaming of, you know, my whole life. Hearing that, that sentence from... Adam Silver, you know, I, I've dreamed of it so, so much that, you know, I, I got to cry, man. Just 19 years old, Justin. Of yes. course, that's definitely an emotional process. And uh, later in the press conference, he was asked what he was most excited about regarding his move to Texas. Mm -hmm. And he had to say this. <laughs> breakfast tacos. <laughs> nah, I heard a lot about breakfast tacos. Oh, that is a great it's reason a to great move to Texas. Reason to move to Texas. <laughs> that young man, when he gets up, he just doesn't stop. He gets up and he keeps getting up and he keeps getting up and he's like so tall. I mean, I used to watch him get out of that chair. It was amazing. He's a big guy. And there's speculation about the height, right? Yes. Because some say he's actually seven foot six. Mm -hmm. So he maybe said he was seven foot three in some cases. I mean, it's it's like, well, I don't know how tall he is. Be tall enough to be really good in the NBA. We'll see how he does. I think it's like fishing. When you go fishing, you say, my the fish I caught was this <laughs> big. He's, I think, the only Downsizing. one to ever downsize <laughs> right. his size and say, I'm only seven four, yeah. but maybe he's actually seven six. Mm -hmm. So uh, definitely a sight to see. And I saw a picture on Twitter even where his hand was so large that they had a baseball his hand and I thought it was a toy baseball yeah. but it was a real baseball yeah. and it's just the size the the, the width the arm span mm -hmm. what the, is that the, the, the wing, wingspan, wingspan. The wingspan yeah. yeah I think it's about eight mm -hmm. feet so it's crazy to see that and from France you know coming from France and he's gonna have an interesting time with you know the Texas culture I think it's gonna be fun to watch him in fact it'd be great to have uh, you know an Instagram account of just like his life discovering Texas yes. from France I would love to see that if that's if there's any marketer out there let us see that we want to see that experience we want to see those breakfast journey. tacos I want to see where we need, we've got some here in Central Texas to send down to him to try Ooh, we too. Do. Yeah. Come on up, we got some good ones. Well, let's look now. Number four in our daily four, and more news.
it's hard to believe, but true. Tech billionaires Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg agreed to hold a cage fight challenge after a series of posts on social media platforms this week. So Tesla CEO Musk posted a tweet on his platform, of course, Twitter, saying he was up for a cage fight with Zuckerberg. And then Meta CEO Zuckerberg posted a screenshot of Musk's tweet on Instagram stories with a caption reading, as you saw a second ago, send me the location. And then Musk posted another tweet that said Vegas Octagon. And that's the octagon where the ultimate fighting championship competitions take place in Las Vegas. Uh, Musk joked in another tweet, I'll have this great move called the walrus, where I just jump on top of my <laughs> opponent and lie and do nothing. And, and you know, you're, you're thinking, is this really real? Well, a Meta spokesperson told technology news website, uh, The Verge, that Zuckerberg's post was not a joke, and the story speaks for itself. And Musk, um, I haven't heard that, you know, if he's like, yeah, for real, let's do it or not yet, but Zuckerberg's like, yeah, I'm all in. And Zuckerberg, of course, is trained in jujitsu. I don't know if Musk has anything other than the walrus going for him, but uh, someone did offer to help, and it's UFC star Jorge Masvidal, I believe, if I'm saying that correctly. Okay. He offered to train Musk for the match. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I want to see it. Yeah. I want to watch that. I'd watch, and I don't. I don't like fighting. I don't like violence. I know. Violence. I know. But, but this, this, come on, that, that's gold right there. That's TV gold. I want to see what happens. I know they're both at the peak of what they do. Uh -huh. um, so it would be interesting to see. I guess kind of take that. Um, space the online space mm -hmm. maybe to the physical realm that's right. kind of what that seems like it's going to well, be doing th yeah there's something to that it's like when you when you succeed so much you're like what else can i do i'm pushed the limits <laughs> yeah. and if you're a billionaire it's like oh, i want to do more and achieve more and if you, you take that success to the octagon in this case so. literally the highest level Let of the octagon yeah. you know when i'll be there i'll be watching well coming up we'll tell you about an exciting meet and greet opportunity with some of our community first responders how you and your family can join in the fun coming up Well, our local first responders play an incredibly important role in our community, but we don't often get to thank them one-on-one -on -one. when they're out in the wild, they're kind of doing their jobs. So the Hewitt Public Library offers an opportunity to not only celebrate these heroes, but learn more about their work. So Wednesday, June 28th, the library will host Hero Day at Hewitt Park. And here to tell us more about that is the director, Waynette Ditto. So thanks for coming uh, and telling us about this. Now, I think my nephews did this a few years ago and they had a really great time. There's lots to see. But for those who don't know, just tell us what this Hero Day is all about. Hero Day is a way to get the kids face to face with our heroes. Yeah. And uh, that's the police department, the fire department, the uh, sheriff's department. We also have bus drivers. Uh, and it gives them a way to, to get in the vehicles and see what it's all about and, and kind of desensitize them to, uh, to those in case they have a face-to-face -face encounter. So they're more familiar and they know this is a good person here to help me and I'm not going to be afraid this person's here to help. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. um, how did this idea start? Well, um, I came up with the idea in 2012 and it was right after the Sandy Hook Elementary uh, shooting. And at that time in 2012, kids were not used to seeing those images online and on the TVs. And so um, I just was trying to figure out a way to um, desensitize the situation a little bit and let them know that, you know, the heroes um, and to, to be able to uh, come face to face with them, ask them questions, get in the cars. They even let them uh, do the siren and talk on the <laughs> yeah. talk on it. And it's just a way to uh, uh, to get the, the people together. 
Tell us some of the organizations that will actually be out there and what kids will see when they go to visit, what kids and their parents get to see when they go to visit this event. Well, I have to thank uh, News Channel 10, KWTX, for their support. They have been a great supporter from the very beginning, so thank, thank you to y'all. Um, but another great supporter has been the Greater Hewitt Chamber of Commerce, and they help get vendors out and, and some of the things that we don't have staff time to do. Um, but the main thing that the Greater Hewitt Chamber of Commerce does is they provide a meal uh, with their local uh, membership uh, for all of the heroes after it's over. So it's a way for the heroes to talk and, and kind of let their guard down a little bit. And let's give the specifics. So we're talking about, um, in some of the video we saw, DPS, will they be out there? Mm -hmm. Who else? DPS, Sheriff, uh, we have SWAT teams, we have the uh, police, the fire. One of the, one of the really uh, interesting um, uh, exhibits, I guess you would say, is our sewer cam. So our 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 water department, wow. uh, yeah, they come up <laughs> with uh, footage of wow. whenever they go down into the sewers, and the kids love to see oh, that. I bet. You yeah. probably find some unique things down yeah. there. Oh That's yes, some really strange things. <laughs> Lots of stories. Oh, for sure. And then the helicopter this year, yeah, is that going to be? Yes. Okay. Now the helicopter is always a big draw. They mm -hmm. land on uh, the football field at Hewitt Park. But sometimes if they're on a call, you know, they have to miss. But uh, most of the time since 2012, they've made it a, uh, a priority if they could yeah. come to land. I, my, my nephews love that and I really enjoyed seeing it too. You know, as an adult, it's great to see that, that kind of thing as well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, this also involves a dunk tank. Yeah, <laughs> who's in it this year? What is that, where do the proceeds go to that too? The proceeds for the dunk tank goes to the library and we're using it this year to buy, to upgrade our software for our children's computer. Uh, and in the past, uh, it's been the fire chief, which we have a new fire chief. Uh, it's been the police chief of Hewitt, which we have a new yeah, police chief, and uh, sometimes the city manager. So I don't know. We'll just have to. We'll have to see who is going to be in there next Wednesday. I remember Jim Devlin getting dunked more than <laughs> once out there. Yeah, so he'll be out there too. Uh -huh. um, you know. For this, for you planning this event for the community, why um, do you put so much effort into it? It's, I mean, what, 11 years now? You said it started in 2012. Mm -hmm. Why why is it worth all of this energy that you're putting into this event? Well, I, I just think it's a way to bring the community, and it's all, all of McLennan County. It's not just Hewitt uh, heroes. It's uh, all over, and uh, it's just a way for the kids to, to to really talk face to face with uh, deputies and uh, fire truck drivers sure. and bus drivers and uh, the sewer cam operators yeah, and uh, just to know that they're there to protect them and they're not there to uh, to scare them, that they're they're there to protect them. Yeah. And again, free except for the dunk tank. It's all free. Come and enjoy it. Yes. And, and check that out. And so, if you want to scan that little QR code on your screen mm -hmm. right there with your phone or your tablet, you can get more information. But again, the Hewitt Public Library's Hero Day is Wednesday, June twenty eighth at Hewitt Park from 10 a.m. until noon, and be sure to check them out on Facebook for this and other upcoming events at the library. Lots happening there. Back after this. Well, last week, the podcast Creation House Rogue Media Network announced an upcoming move of its facilities to the Alico Building, 21st floor. If you're wondering, though, what kind of content they produce, KWTX's Pete Sousa spoke with Mike Hamilton to highlight some of those podcasts. Mike Hamilton, you are 
all things media at Rogue Media Network. Okay. This is our local podcast network yeah, yeah. here in Waco right. in Central Texas. Right. And you guys do a great job of featuring Central Texas podcasts that go out all over the country. But this is our thing here in Central Texas. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, uh, we live here. We work here. We want to tell the stories from here. Um, we do have some national stuff that, that we've been working on, but uh, Waco is home. And so uh, those are the stories we want to tell. And KWTX is home. KWTX is home, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, has been, it has been wonderful being able to do a daily podcast with Channel 10. Um, but we're about to give it a, a zhuzh or a, or a up, uptick or like whatever. A zhuzh, yeah. Um, so right now, this is just a real quick hitter. Uh, gives you the basic headlines, basic weather, and you're done. Uh, we're going to go to a model where it's the entire broadcast uh, from each morning featuring you and your, your friends in the clubhouse here. Keisha Lopez, <laughs> Sean Bowes. That's right, that's right. I like that. And uh, <laughs> uh, I think it's going to be a little more in-depth for people, something that they're looking for. It's great for a drive to work. You can catch up on the news. Maybe you didn't have your TV on that morning. Just uh, subscribe to the podcast, listen to all the stuff, and get ready for the day. Hey, I'm on board. Yeah, you know, you know that much. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, what else are you guys featuring? Because there's all oh, there's so many podcasts. Ballpark. Uh, I want to put you on the spot. How many podcasts you guys have? We've got 120 plus on the network itself. Um, we've got about 60ish that are uh, active currently, mm -hmm. and we put out somewhere between 50 and 60 episodes of different shows a week. Okay, and the Daily Four is one of those. Daily Four is one of those. Um, it, every day at four o'clock, you guys do a show here uh, that uh, features local events and local people. People, and uh, we then take that show and turn it into a podcast. So if you don't get a chance to catch it, like you're at work, and uh, but you need to know what's going on here, then uh, uh, like I say, subscribe to the podcast. You'll get the same information. And what else do you guys have coming up? I know there's a lot right. of like, stuff that's popping. So stuff. we've got a guy named Ollie Pettigrew. Uh, if you go on Instagram, you want to look up that Englishman in Texas. Um, Ollie has a great background of uh, being on TV and being a host, and uh, he was uh, a host of a British show for a, for a very long time. He now is lucky enough to live here amongst us in Waco, and Ollie goes around uh, on his Instagram and TikTok talking about uh, the way we say things in Texas, the way we react Pretty to funny. things I've in Texas. It. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. But this. Uh, is kind of his baby. He wanted a show where he talks about movies that are based in specific states. And if you think about it, it's kind of like a Final Four bracket or yeah. something, right? We put all of these movies in here, they battle each other out, and then state is going to go against state. Oh, that's cool. So we'll, yeah. have, a, we'll have a winner at yeah. some point with uh, the best movie from a single state in the U.S. All right, cool. Anything yeah. else you want to talk about? Yeah, one yeah. more thing. Uh, Greater Waco, Waco Sports Commission, uh, the Ironman uh, 2023 is coming up. Uh, there are, I believe, six contestants that uh, got a scholarship through, uh, through the Greater Waco Sports Commission. Yeah, we talked about that here. Yes, yeah. yes, and uh, we are telling the stories of each one of those contestants before they go to the race. Wow. We did this last year. Uh, it, was, it was received really well, and I think this year is even better because people are pumped for it. They're ready for their Siren Man to come to Waco and to talk about Waco in general. So this is a great way to kind of introduce yourself to what they call Team Waco, and follow these guys and support them and be there at the finish line even if you can't be there physically. Well, you know, you guys 
tell people we can tell your story. Yes. You know, yes. And, and, and if folks are out there and they're talented and they do want to have a podcast or they have curiosity, make sure you get in touch with the folks yeah. at Rogue Media yeah. Network. Please, please. You know, Mike will probably be on the other end of the phone. That's it. That's it. <laughs> uh, you, you can reach us at info at roguemedianetwork.com uh -huh. and then just go to roguemedianetwork.com to see all the shows. Yeah, Mike, yeah. appreciate it, buddy. Thank you, buddy. All right, all man. right. See ya. <laughs> we'll see you next time. And there are, as you may know, video elements to a lot of these shows as well. So if you go to our website, KWTX, and you click on KWTX, you'll see a logo that says Watch Now Rogue Media Network, and it has their logo. It is actually a, a team project we worked on with them. We kind of built a stream of vi visual elements. There are some shows you can see people sitting and talking and different things. There's all some shows we produced here at KWTX that can all be found there together in one solid stream. And it's pretty cool, and it's on 24 hours a day. So you can check it out there at our website.